Good day, and this is Lisa with Christian Warrior Woman. And today I want to talk to you about faith. Faith, the word faith, can be used in ways to describe limitless opportunities. But in many cases, women feel somewhat lost when we say, have faith, because they question, how can I do this? How can I have faith without having doubt? How can I believe in something more powerful and believe that my circumstances in front of me can be changed? Well, faith comes from having identity. Faith comes from God instilling it through your seeking and through your relationship. And I would agree, it would be difficult to live in the midst of struggle and a lot of possibly negative circumstances and have faith when you haven't had healthy relationships or have had that experience with God. And I knew as a believer being raised, I used to always hear people say, have faith. And it always seemed like some mystical thing that you either have anointed upon you, appointed upon you, but I never understood how it worked really. Even though I was born and raised in church, it was just preached and told. But how do I activate that in my life? And when I began fasting and began seriously reading the word and seeking God, I understood my faith began by my watching and seeing the work of God in my life and in other people's lives. And you will see in the book, Christian Warrior Woman, many testimonies of things that were beyond my control and only God could have done. Whether it was saving my family from a fatal car accident or providing um, over $8,000 when to save a home that I had the same day or the, the months of the Lord providing clients for my business to cover my bills and expenses each month. Faith comes by history, experience, and it is believing that a circumstance will change based on your faith in God. It's not what you're seeing currently is what you believe to be true. If you believe God loves you, is going to prepare a place for you, has a plan and a purpose for you, and you hold on to that message, that word, and that faith, and that his word, the Bible reinforce, is the words in your heart, and you feed your inner man, you will notice that your faith will build. Will that mean that you will never have doubt or never have worry? No, there is no such thing as perfectionism. But what you will learn and experience is that it will diminish each time. Because each time that God comes through for you, your faith is increased. So when the next struggle happens or the next circumstance where you need to extend your faith, 
you will find the strength. And what does the word say if we have the faith of a mustard seed? That's all you need to begin. And I promise you, if you're praying and seeking God for an answer, then you're already past the mustard seed. And you can wait and you can pray and you can know that he will come through for your needs. Now, I'm not talking about winning a lotto or lottery or or something like that. That doesn't mean you can't win it. But I'm talking about the Lord knows what you need, what you need to be successful, what you need to be faithful. And again, I apologize for my sore throat here. But I want to share with you, and it's in chapter 5 of the book, the subject about faith. Let's look at the scripture, Hebrews eleven six, And without faith, it is impossible to please God because anyone that comes to him must believe that he exists and that he rewards those who earnestly seek him. So as I just stated, you have a need. When you seek God, the Lord takes care of your need and then some. That I can promise you. You have to set in your mind that you're going to seek him until the truth is revealed to your answer, to to your question is revealed. And I want to share a life circumstance of a woman in that chapter. When you read that chapter, you're going to see various stories of different women of faith, historical and women up until today. But I want to share a common story to illustrate a woman of faith. And her name is Eloise. And I'm going to read this portion to you. Eloise was a married Christian working woman, working mom, with two small boys. She believed in her husband and the future of their family. One day, Eloise's husband, George, came home from work and told her he was leaving her and the two children for another woman. He claimed he was in love with his supervisor. Eloise was shocked, upset, and couldn't believe he would leave her with two small children for another woman. She was devastated to learn his co-workers and others knew of the affair. She felt betrayed, embarrassed, stupid, confused, and angry that this could happen to her. George stated he would be filing and obtaining a divorce as soon as possible. He showed no compassion, but stated it as a matter of fact. Eloise Although feeling rejected, disappointed, and alone, stood still. She continued to work, take care of her kids, and plan on letting him do what he'd stated. Three months later, George received shocking and alarming news from his doctor during a routine checkup. He learned 
he had an advanced level of prostate cancer and would need surgery soon. George continued his affair. The doctor recommended immediate surgery for his prostate cancer diagnosis. The other woman was in the hospital with George when he awakened from surgery. George called his wife while the other woman was at his side. Eloise asked if she could come to the hospital. George told her she could. When Eloise arrived, the other woman was not present. As George was being discharged from the hospital, he decided to go home with his wife. The Lord had shown George he was wrong for breaking covenant with his wife and sons. He knew what was happening to him was God's judgment, and he needed to rethink his steps and actions. After George was home, the other woman called to check on him. Eloise heard George tell the other woman not to call him again. He told her the affair was over and he'd made the choice to stay with his family and his wife. He would be restoring the damage he had done. Eloise was surprised and didn't know if she should trust him. She knew marriage was supposed to be for better or worse. She had seen the worse and wondered if better was possible after the devastating news of an affair. Could she trust him again? She felt the wound of his betrayal and mixed emotions for a while. God strengthened her to feel secure in their marriage. George never recovered fully and would be sick for the next 20 years until his death. Eloise sacrificed and took care of him as a loving wife. I can imagine what you were thinking. What would you have done? I commend Eloise for the strength to endure and keep her family intact. George dealt a devastating blow that affected Eloise and her children for 20 years. Sin affects not only you, but your loved ones. George's children had to live with their father's sickness as well. If George didn't cheat, would he not have gotten prostate cancer? We will never know. We do know that Eloise is a woman of faith. She could have easily stated, I have biblical and legal grounds for a divorce. But the choice to forgive and trust George was from God. George never gave her reason again to distrust him in their marriage. Maybe you have or had a husband who struggled with infidelity. Faith is a gift from God. Eloise is alive today to share what she endured. At the age of 85, she is alive to see her grandchildren and great-grandchildren. She lived to receive and see other miracles in her life. You too can benefit from 
forgiving, whether it's a spouse or it's a past relationship or it's a teacher or it's a family member. We need to forgive and we need to put our faith in God that he will pass judgment and or bring healing to our foes or our enemies or those who have purposely hurt us. I'm not reading from the book now, but I would tell you, wounded people wound other people. And the main individuals that get wounded with a woman is her children. Many times, we find it difficult to forgive one person but we struggle from relationship to relationship with the same issue. And our children bear witness to seeing us hurt over and over again, seeing people in and out of our lives. And also, many times, bitterness can build in our lives. And it's been reflected in how we love our children, our future grandchildren, how we react to friends and other relationships, how we may isolate ourselves or not be transparent or not be our authentic self. We allow a hard shell to build around us because our desire deep down is to protect ourselves from not being wounded again. And in the end, we're not protected. In the end, we have a hard shell around us, preventing us from giving and receiving love. Faith is at the core and at our foundation of our relationship with God. And as I read that scripture, if we lack faith, we can't please God. If we don't please God, then we lack favor. We lack blessings. We lack generational blessings. We stand as a blocker and wind up bringing manifesting curses upon our family and our loved ones. And as believers, as women, we have to battle for our faith because every day the enemy will bring circumstances to make us have self-doubt to make us doubt God's word, to make us doubt that we're worthy, to make us doubt that we're enough, to make us doubt that our future doesn't have a plan or a purpose. And so I want you in your journal today to write down areas where you struggle in your faith. Maybe it's based on your current circumstances. Maybe it's based on something someone did in prior or told you. Maybe it's based on church hurt. And what I tell people that have had church people hurt them is when you work in a job in the world with non-believers, do you have good bosses and do you have bad bosses? Yes. But that doesn't make you never work again, does it? Because you won't be able to eat. You won't be able to buy nice things. You won't be able to have a home. You won't be able to plan any activities for your children. 
So why, when we serve God and not man that who's in a, a building or people in a building and they disappoint us, we want to then relinquish a relationship with God, which God wasn't part of the hurt you might have felt in church or the hurt you might have felt with a person. So if anything, that's why we have prayer. That's why we have faith. That's why we need a relationship. So when people disappoint us, and they will over and over again, as a parent, I am sure I've disappointed my children. But what can we do? Who can we go to? Who knows how we really feel? Who has the answer? And who has the ability to give us wisdom on how to handle every situation? That's God. So I want you to think about what things have been stealing your faith. And once you've listed those, I want you to pray and ask God to restore your faith in these areas. Because just like Eloise, she could have chosen to be bitter and angry and vindictive and revengeful with her husband. She could have easily said, well, you're sick, you made your bed and lie in it. But she had a relationship with God that showed her that she couldn't render evil for evil. So I want you to think about in your journal today some of these questions that are part of the battle zone in the chapter of faith. What are your thoughts about Eloise? And are your thoughts in alignment with the word in the Bible? Can you relate to Eloise? What things did you see that may be in your own story? And maybe you're also noticing that you handled it differently. And what were the repercussions of the actions you took? That looking back now, and this is in the book, I'm just adding this, and you look back now and think that I should have handled it a different way. Three, what would you have done if you were Eloise? Four, (coughs) excuse me for sneezing. Who was Eloise faithful to? Five, describe what you found unforgivable. Six, would Eloise have been wrong if she left George? Seven, how have you dealt with infidelity, pornography, or even online cheating? Eight, what will you ask God to do about your George? type man that may have been in your life or is in your life today. And finally, what do you have faith in? Do you only have faith when things go right? Or do you have faith when things go wrong that God will work it out? Because what is faith? Is faith in what you see and what you know to be real today? Or is faith about what you know the Lord will bring tomorrow? And if we think that way, 
we will find that it will be easier to forgive people. So let's look at Hebrews 11.1. Now faith is confident. Confidence in what we hope for and assurance about what we do not see. This is what the ancients were commended for. Faith isn't what we already have or know. That's not faith, that's evidence. Faith is in God's promises through his word. And if you look at Hebrews 11 and look at the breakdown through every verse, if you look at verse 1 and 2, it talks about confidence. And you look in verse 3, God as the creator of all things. When you look at verse 4, it's testimony transcends time and generational blessings. If you look at verse 5 through 6, to please God is to love God. Verse 7, obey God. Verse 8, we are all called to listen and go and obey. Verse 11, the power of faith makes impossible things possible. And if you go through every verse and think about it, I'm not going to read all of them, but go through and say, if I were to live by this, what would manifest in my life? Faith. Faith would manifest. I want you to look at Hebrews 11 and go through verse by verse and ask yourself what that verse speaks to you, what that verse says to you. You can also go along if you have the book and also see if it matches up to what I wrote in the book. I want you to pray about faith because with faith comes patience. You have to have patience to be faithful. You have to be disciplined. And these may be areas that you struggle in. And this is why we need other people in our lives to mentor, to coach, to advise us, to help us stay focused. We are the church. The church isn't a building, it's people. And we have to have fellowship with one another so that we can help each other increase our faith. I hope today that you've been blessed by these these thoughts and teachings and life examples about extending faith, about forgiveness, and about how God is faithful to each of us, no matter what our circumstances. I pray that today you decide to put your faith in God, not in man-made things or things that you can do for yourself, but God brings forth the impossible, the impossible things that we try to change and fix. God can bring revelation and manifestation through our faith. I thank you. Have a blessed day. And we will talk tomorrow. Live by faith. Amen.